Hello and welcome to another episode of the No Time for Time Travel podcast. Um, my voice is really weird right now because I'm still under the weather. Uh, but my name is Tony and joining me all the way from the same county as me is Quack. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, same county, but we're still not in the same room. So, no. um, Yeah, so we're Podcast Foreigners by Nerds. Today we're going to be talking about a topic suggested by John Layola, the one-track punk. And he suggested we talk about how Marvel is doing in Phase 4. Um, I have some comments about that. I don't think Quack does, or maybe he does. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then Judge Craig had comments about that and was underwhelmed. So that was a... Uh, that's going to be our main topic, but before we get into that, let's do some life updates. How have you been doing? Uh, Good. Just been really busy with work, and um, yeah, I'm still slowly catching up with people, but, but I'm not really... I'm taking it very, very slow, <laughs> like maybe one person a month or two, and then I'm just... Uh, yeah, just most time just working, getting back into getting used to like OC life again, which, yeah, which I'm not going to lie... So so yesterday I went to uh, uh, down to Irvine a bit, and I was driving. I was like, uh, you know how like, the past few days has been like super uh, rainy, very um, rainy. Yeah, so I, it was very weird because like yesterday was one of these dry days, uh, but I saw I was looking at the mountain that's driving down to Irvine, and I was like, oh man, it's so green. This is not the color I'm used to with like California. Like this is what happens when when California has rain again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually we're mostly like a desert looking thing the last few years. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, there's, there's like snow capped mountains and there's like green, like on the mountains. And I was like, no, it's just like yellow. It's just like mm-hmm. dead plants. But it actually yeah. looked nice. I was like, wow. I, it didn't seem like I was in California or Orange County at all. Does it feel like you're back in Sweden? No, not at all. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's getting to the... It, it was almost like a, a European country where it just felt like there's so much uh, greenery around. Yeah, but, give it a few days. You'll snap back to reality. <laughs> no, I'm going to just, just blur it out of my mind. Just, I mean, I'm going to keep it in my mind, never go out ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, or you can use the VR headsets and then just like <laughs> just the stay. ideal California... <laughs> Uh, but uh, how's it going with you, man? You've been sick, you said. Yeah, yeah. But wait, before that, like, um, I guess update for the listeners: Quack is uh is back in Orange County. Yes, I'm back in California now. Like, ha- like actually here with like a job in California now. It's like <laughs> so cool. Like, because um, you mentioned it to me a few days ago, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Um, uh, are you allowed to talk about it now? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's been announced. Okay. Um, okay. So, so one of the projects that I, I was uh, recently hired for was being an animator for um, the new game called Foglanders. The, the, the Foglands? The Fogland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know the name of the game. I was just hired to make stuff. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, it, it was announced last Thursday. Uh, so um, when they they sent me the, the PlayStation announcement uh, video, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know it was announced. I thought it was gonna be like 
later on in the year when they, they announced it and everything. I didn't know it was coming up that fast. But it's cool to see. Uh, it's funny because you sent it to me. And you're like, well, I guess I can tell you now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Foglands looks cool. Um, uh, it's really interesting. It's uh, like I, I told you, we talked about this offline, but like the main character of that game really reminds me of like a zombie Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's just interesting. Um, I like the design. It's very like it feels a little Tim Burton ish. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right, and then. Some of the character designs are cool in a way that they remind me of other things. Because, like, uh, and for those of you guys, just look at the trailer of the game. There's like one of the the creatures really reminds me of like if uh, if Groot was like possessed by a demon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, so so like, is the game? Um, I know there's shooter elements, but it, I saw that it's described as a roguelike. Um, I I don't. I, I cannot give you information because I don't know much about the game. <laughs> I, I only started like uh, was it since beginning of the year of this yeah, year. Yeah, that's, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, oh, I, even I guess like when you said roguelike, I was like, oh, I guess it is roguelike. It seems like it's <laughs> a roguelike. Yeah, yeah. I saw that description. Um, yeah, I mean, like it would be cool. Like we could talk about another time, maybe with someone actually working on the game, like developing it. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's a cool update. Um, but yeah, yeah, I got sick. I got sick because my daughter started daycare, got sick, and then recovered and gave it to my wife, and then gave it to me. Uh, and then yes. as I recovered, she got sick again and so gave it to my wife and yeah. gave it to me. <laughs> the cycle continues. That's that's like the family thing, right? Yeah, I'm recovering right now, and then um, she just spiked a fever on Friday. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, the cycle seems like it's starting again. <laughs> then. Give it to your wife. Give it yeah. to you. And it's like, I um check with the pediatricians, and they were like, "Yeah, if she goes to daycare. On average, they get twelve sick, twelve illnesses per year." Jesus, this one's a month. Yeah, and each time it lasts two weeks. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I'm paying daycare, but like I'm really double paying daycare. You know, because really? half the time she's not even. At daycare. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because she's she's down half sick for half a month. And then... Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's what they don't really tell you when you're when you're gonna become a parent. It's like, hey, you're gonna get sick a lot. I mean, <laughs> you kind of hear about it. Yeah. But it's not emphasized. So they're like, yeah, it's all worth it in the end. And I'm here coughing a lung up. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's still fun. It's still fun hanging out with her. Um, uh, it's I, just I didn't so know weird. It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I say I, I I didn't realize she was old enough to go to daycare now. It's been that long. Huh? Yeah. Um. She just turned two back in October. Oh, nice. So she started daycare in January, and she's already gotten sick three times. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's hitting around once a month. So. Yeah, because the first time she got sick, right? We were freaked out, whatever. Like, first time sick. Second time she got sick again after a week of coming back. And we're like, is this normal? <laughs> when she just came back and now she's sick again. And like, apparently it's really normal. So, oh. yeah. And I just think back about this podcast, too. Like, when we started this podcast, obviously I didn't have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, John Leola didn't have a kid. Now he has two. Um, 
I, I don't remember if Judge Greg already had a kid or not. But I was just thinking back, like, of the time that this podcast ran, just there's been a lot of things that happened, people starting families and people mm. moving around. Like, you know, when I started, I was in Ventura, and then you were in um, Vancouver. Yeah. And then Lamb was in Kansas City, and now we're all in California. Like, I mean, I, I'm still in California, but Lamb and yeah, you yeah. are back in California. So it's just yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, um, yeah. So I guess we can move on to uh, talk about some of the topics. Um, one thing I do want to mention before going into the main topic is kind of like a side main topic. Uh, I told you about this too um, before the podcast. But to those of you who have a Game Boy Advance, I highly, 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 highly suggest you check out the Lilo and Stitch game and. It's such a weird statement to say because um, it's a Disney game. And you're like, how how fun can it be? It's a Disney game. It's obviously going to be very kiddie and, you know, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I was playing the Leland Stitch game for my daughter to, to watch to distract her. And um, it was surprisingly extremely fun as I'm playing it. I'm, I'm like, okay, these controls are very familiar. These weapons are very familiar. And then the enemies are very familiar. Then I realized I'm playing Metal Slug. <laughs> I'm like basically playing Metal Slug, but instead of the soldier, you're playing a Stitch. And you get weapon power-ups. And one of his weapon power-ups looks exactly like the heavy machine gun from Metal Slug. And um, you can kind of imagine, right, what Stitch looks like and mm-hmm. what a soldier's like deformed like body looks like in the style of the art of Metal Slug. Mm-hmm. It's the same style. <laughs> Right, like just swap it out and it fits. <laughs> so, so yeah. And then the enemies, like you know, in Metal Slug, right? There's like um those helicopters that fly by and then they shoot bombs down at you. You know mm-hmm. that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in Leland Stitch, there's an alien with copter blades on him, and he flies, and then he just like shoots down directly down on you and he moves over an inch shoots down directly down on you move over and exactly like the, that helicopter in metal slug so you know you like you do the same thing you hold up shoot and then move over a little bit and shoot move over a little bit to like avoid getting hit i'm like this is exactly like metal slug um and then the bomb not the bomb but yeah yeah the the button that where you you throw your um projectile like in metal slug you throw the grenade um stitches grenades are just exploding pineapples but it follows the same arch pattern as metal slug like literally this game is just metal slug and they just put lilo and stitch on it and it's really really fun also it's really hard because it's metal slug which is surprising because it's a kid's game but it's a really fun and also they replaced the music with hawaiian music so (laughs) yeah Hawaiian metal stuff music. Yeah, yeah. And then the level you play as Lilo is cool too. Um, obviously she's not like an action character. So on her levels, she's just sneaking around. It's full espionage. You don't get caught. You can punch things, but it's not advised because it alerts people. Um, so you just have to hide or like tiptoe or sneak around. So Lilo's part is like exactly like Metal Gear Solid. And um you know, Metal Gear Solid, how, like, Snake has, like, a cardboard box. You can just pull and then wear on him. So, like, people walk by, they don't notice. Yeah. So, Lilo has the same thing, except for she pulls out, like, these two leaves. not very over. Yeah. It's just, like, leaves. 
and she puts it on the ground and then sits behind it. You could totally see her, yeah. but the enemies don't. Yeah, I, I saw the video of the theme that you sent me. It was pretty hilarious. It was yeah. really well animated, by the way. And I just like, wow, this is really good quality. Yeah, it's like probably the best Disney animated game on uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. I don't... Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Just get, I was looking at it. I was like, man, this actually looks pretty cool. And then when you said it was... When, when the video said it was like really hard, and you said it was really hard, it just reminds me of like... Um, old 90s games sort of thing where it's just yeah. really hard <laughs> yeah yeah you don't get a lot of lives um i think it's like three hits you die yeah and um it's also a password system so oh, it's my style yeah but Gosh. like the password is like images of characters instead of letters oh man yeah so it's a very interesting game i'm i'm just very surprised that i didn't like know about it back then or you know what maybe i did but I dismissed it because it was a Lilo and Stitch game. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, I totally dismiss a lot of the Disney games in the Game Boy Advance days because Disney games are like, I'm like, oh, it's a licensed game. It's going to suck. Like, that's my mentality. Mm, yes. Yeah, but yeah, um, I was Did reading you end up about it. Too? What was that? There's like a sequel, right? Did you end up playing the sequel as well? No, I haven't tried that yet. Um, I was going to try that later today mm. uh, when my daughter comes home because I just wanted mm. to watch it too. Hmm. But um, yeah, uh, I was reading about the history behind that game. It's really interesting. Um, the developers, Digital Eclipse, were known on making like a lot of Disney games, and um, and I guess when Disney was like, "Hey, we have an upcoming Leland Stitch movie. Can you make a game for us?" and they were like, "Cool, sure," and then they were also thinking like, "Yeah, Disney doesn't watch us anymore, so we can do whatever we want," because <laughs> I. They've done so many Disney games and Disney doesn't really care. They just trust yeah. them, right? Um, and then they were like talking to each other and they're like, yeah, uh, we really like Metal Slug. Let's just do that. And it's like, it's very obviously like from us seeing the game, that's Metal Slug. But it's funny that developers knew what they were doing. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And then like, I guess what had happened was Disney corporate had to present the upcoming games to the CEO. So then they actually did have to look at this game. Yeah. And then they freaked out. And then they called over to Digital Eclipse and was like, your game might get canceled. This is way too violent. It's not going to go well for Disney. You know? <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. And then they presented to Michael Eisner, CEO at the time. And then Michael Eisner was like, I love it. <laughs> and then they just went ahead and published it. And uh, it got a lot of good reviews when it came out. So... It, yeah, it's, right. it's kind of funny because like it, it kind of shows um, how like the, the industry is kind of like if you just let the game developers do what they want they make really fun good games rather than being tied down to like certain uh, images of the company right or like of, of certain CEOs or or corporate's uh, vision of a, of a selling game yeah yeah it's um definitely like supports that whole idea of like studio meddling like causing issues you know mm. yeah um but yeah so all in all those of you who game white man still uh find a copy of lilo and stitch it is so good um if you are hesitant go on youtube watch some of the playthroughs watch some of the reviews i had no idea about this game and when i was playing it i'm like what the heck this is melisog and i looked it up and apparently everyone thinks the same thing a uh, very solid game and very surprising so check it out. I don't know if you have a Game Boy Advance or a 3DS that you can use it. 
You I, I do have a DDS actually. Yeah, you can actually get the cartridge for um, uh, Lilo and Stitch. You can still plug it in your 3DS. It just sticks oh, cool. out a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. But you could still play it there too. Oh, interesting. I'll check it out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So moving on to the main topic. Um, Marvel Phase 4. <laughs> I know you don't watch a lot of superhero movies, but I'm going to let you start talking about what you know about Phase 4. Sure. Uh, from what I know, I had to look up what 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 was included in Phase 4. Um, I saw a lot of them. Uh, it was okay. Like the, uh, I guess like the more I know from, from Marvel or whatnot, it's like every year or two, or yeah, pretty much year or two, there's, there's like, uh, Marvel sent a whole bunch of movies, um, that's within essentially just like a, a timeline of all the movies they're gonna, movies or TV shows that they're gonna, uh, start airing. And then I saw what the, what's on the list of phase four. I've seen like maybe two, what, yeah. Maybe three of it, uh, and it's not even like from um, what you call it? it's, it's not even like most of them aren't even like the movies. It's more of the uh, the show, the TV show itself. Uh, but as I'm looking through the list, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they seem okay. It, it didn't really stand out like wow or anything. And at least like from what I've heard from other, the ones I haven't watched, people didn't really enjoy it. Uh, such as um, Doctor Strange to the Multiverse of Madness. Um, then I, I think it was like a very mixed review with She-Hulk, uh, and I watched it. I kind of enjoyed it just because like it was so stupid. Uh, <laughs> yes, it, it was just like really out there. I was like, okay, they're having fun. So I was in like, the mood to just not care. I just want to have uh, just just watch it to watch it. Um, and then I, I thought Loki was really good. Uh, and I haven't seen WandaVision yet, uh, but I, I did remember hearing about like, the secret vision. I just haven't taken a look at it yet. That, that looked really interesting, actually. Um, Wait, which one? Secret Invasion, the TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's like Phase 5. Oh, okay. Oh, is it? Okay. It, it was put on Phase 4 from, from the image I'm seeing, so that's why. Oh, no. Phase 5 already started. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man, Quantumania, that's, that's uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, that's Phase 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I think um, it, it seems like aside from maybe like two or three main shows or movies, the rest just felt like filler or like, yeah, they're just fillers like Thor, Love and Thunder. I haven't seen it yet, but I assume it's similar to the Ragnarok one where it's just having fun. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, and then I don't know. I, I saw like the what if that was okay. It's cool, but it was oh, what okay. if? Yeah, the the what if uh, mm. series. I was like, yeah. Uh, but I know like Wonder Vision was a really big hit for everybody. Um, yeah, but everything else just just seemed like it's there. <laughs> yeah, the Wonder Vision. I I really enjoyed it, but I don't know if that's because there was such a big gap from Wonder Vision versus like the last Marvel entry because of COVID, you know? Oh, um, right. Okay. It could be that because, you know, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I, I really enjoyed WandaVision. Uh, it's cool because if you, it's very like nostalgic. When you watch it, you'll feel very mm-hmm. nostalgic. I like the nostalgic of it. Um, what, was the, it done in like a certain style, like the 30s, 40s or something? Style? Um, for the first few episodes, 
every episode was like a different era of television. Oh, okay. So you had your like, you know, um, black and white ones. You had your Andy Griffith style ones or, you know, Adam's family ones. And then you had your later on, you had your like modern family or you had a sitcom style. You know, it, it kept changing. Right. So it was cool. It was cool how they did that. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of the favorite ones, which I, I didn't kind of in my time, was like uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. I keep thinking it was still Sony at the time, but it's Marvel. It's Sony in partnership it's, with Marvel. Okay. Okay. So it's both then. Yeah. Sony still owns Spider-Man, but it's it's Marvel. Okay. Like, yeah. I think that, that's universe. where I, I was like, confused when I saw it on the list. I was like, is, 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 it, is it a Marvel thing? Because it's like, I didn't consider it a Marvel thing. Yeah, I mean it's Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, is, yeah, I know. Tom Holland is, is Marvel. Spider Man on Marvel, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking at the list here. We can just quickly go through the films. Black Widow, yeah, it was okay. I wish it was better. It, it would have done better. I think it was released before um Endgame. Oh, okay. Cause then I mean after Endgame, Black Widow's gone. So this movie is kinda like a prequel where you know that she's gonna survive this movie. Got it. So I don't know. It was fine. Um, I didn't care too much about CG, but if you watch it, the CG is really bad. Oh. Like, really, really bad. Like, the final scene was like, the final battle was like a skydiving battle thing. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Like, just just watch it. It's so bad. Um, did you watch Shang-Chi? I did, yeah. Did you like it? It was okay. It was entertaining. It, it was cool in the beginning, and then it became okay. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same way. I loved it, actually, all the way up until the third act. Like, the whole origin, the whole start, the whole, like, hand-to-hand battles. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Then once I got to, like, the dragon, like, what the heck is this crap? <laughs> like, at that last part was just like, oh, man. It'd be, like, it started off as a unique martial arts take by yeah. Marvel, and then mm. it ended as just Marvel, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see Eternals? I haven't, no. I thought it was like a, a TV show. No, it's a movie. Oh, no, I haven't then. Why did you think it was a TV show? I don't know. I, I just felt there was like ads about it. And then mm. I, I was on like Disney Plus. I was like, oh, it's probably a TV show. Mm. I um also thought it was a, a long time ago just because of the sheer amount of characters in that movie. Oh. There are way too many Eternals to cram into one movie. So Yeah, that's... That... If there's a lot of things, yeah, it's going to be like Spider-Man 3 where they try to fit in a whole bunch of characters and rush everything. Yeah. It was okay. Um, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't like it. Mm. So that's fine. Spider-Man No Way Home is probably, of the movies in um, this phase, one of my favorites, I think. It, was definitely, it definitely had a lot of fan service. Yeah. It was totally just a fan movie. Like, everything was just fans. Mm-hmm. It was done well. Yeah. It's so crazy. The guy who played Green Goblin, he just came back and tormented our current Spider-Man too. Like, whoa. Yeah. And he's still like, he's old. He's like, the actor's like 70 something. He was doing his own stunts a lot of the time. Hmm. Like, dude, <laughs> that's crazy. Let's see. Yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, You saw that one, right? No, I have it. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was okay. It was enjoyable. If you hmm. think of it as a Sam Raimi horror movie, it's enjoyable. Um, it was basically Sam Raimi. It's basically a Sam Raimi movie that happens to have Marvel characters. Oh, okay, got it. Like you know, Evil Dead series, or you know, the movie Drag Me to Hell. No. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, 
you know the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. It's that style movie, but in, in the Doctor Strange universe. Oh, okay. Um, I think the bad part about that movie was it came out around the same time as Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a, oh, a multiverse movie as, as well. But a lot better. Yeah. Did you see it? I did, yeah. Yeah. That was a movie where you really felt like it was a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, really mainly only took place in two universes. And you just saw like glimpses of like 10 other ones. Oh. Yeah, but everything everywhere was like, it took place in like a lot of universes. So, so funny enough, random tangent. Uh, apparently, um, Chapman University, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently they, they had like uh, the the husband that played uh, in everywhere all at once, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, like he was there at a, like a preview party or something like that nearby. Like it was like a showing of the movie. So they had him there as a just there. And same with like Michelle as well. So I'm like, oh, well, who was this? Just found out recently. They were in Chapman just watching stuff and they were invited uh, over and just to to watch and be there. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't get this email. No, I, I didn't know about it. The only reason I know because one of my uh, my essentially like my coworkers they're from the Chapman alumni, so they they knew about like all the events happening over there. So I'm like, oh, there's like movies and stuff happening over there, and, and, and like the Chapman theater stuff where like some of the the, the actors actresses would come out sometimes. You you probably don't know, but I'm Chapman faculty. What? Yeah, that's why I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. I'm checking my Chapman email. I don't see anything about it. Maybe, maybe it's a different department sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just the alumni that, that get those notifications. Maybe. Interesting. Well, just more of like a film slash medical separation. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm faculty over at um medical side. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I, yeah, that's uh, why you're like, you know Chapman University? I'm like, yes. Okay. <laughs> all too well apparently yep um cool i'll probably like look later again cool uh thor love and thunder it was okay i saw it it was okay it's fine um it was ragnarok but like they dialed up the silliness yeah which That's didn't do well it. like <laughs> it it was way too silly oh um, so ragnarok was like the right amount of silly yeah Got it. Oh, the Christian Bale as the villain in Thor: Love and Thunder, he was really good. Like every time he's on screen, he's like you get scared of him. So I'll eventually check it out one day. Do you have Disney Plus? I forgot. I, I do, but normally I, I realize like half the time when I, I watch Disney stuff is like when I'm on flights because I have nothing to, else to do and or watch. Most time I just watch everything else. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> A random side comment. Do you watch like kids' cartoons at all? Like on, oh, on yeah. Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. Oh, Disney Plus? Sometimes. Do you watch Bluey? No. What's that? You you should check out Bluey if you just want to like check it out. It's um okay. about a dog that's blue. Bluey. Okay. He has okay. a family. Is, is it a blue, Blue's Clues? No, sort it's, of thing? it's definitely different. It is. It's probably my favorite kids' cartoon show. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll just give you an example, right? So the dad's name is Bandit, right? Mm-hmm. So like, there's like, so Bluey has a little sister. I forgot her name, but Bluey is like just climbing them all over Bandit and then like playing and stuff like that. 
And then Ben is like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's playing with like um, Bluey. And then Bluey's done. And then his little sister comes up, or her little sister comes up. Bluey's actually a girl. Um, and then um, the little sister is like, okay, my turn. And then um, Bandit, the dad's like, uh, is there any game where we can play where I just lie down? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, this is like real parenting. <laughs> like, this is my life. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say like you must have related so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then the next game was they play hospital, and then the dad was just playing as a patient on the hospital bed, and then the kids were just poking and prodding on his face. It was just hilarious. Um, and then like there was another I forgot what the life lesson was, but basically there was another scene where the dad's teaching Bluey a life lesson, and then Bluey was like trying to understand it, and then the dad was like, "So does that make sense for you?" And then Bluey's like, "No." And then dad stands up. Well, you're on your own. And he walks away. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> Are you going to implement some of the stuff you learned from Bluey? Um, I mean, some of the stuff from Bluey, the way that dad plays with the kids is so good. So, yeah. like He's like dad of the year, pretty much. Oh, um, nice. Like, what else was there? There's another thing that was really funny. Oh, yeah. I was laying on my couch, right? And I was just on my phone, scrolling through my phone, laying on my couch while like Elise and... um my wife my were just like um playing there and watching bluey and then on bluey then it cut to a scene where the wife and the kids were playing and watching tv while the dad was laying on the couch holding the phone just scrolling through it and i'm like wait what the heck wait this is us right now so it's uh it's so funny it's like really hilarious because it's like so relatable it's very funny i'm surprised that's like a disney thing um, I don't know if it's a Disney thing. It's on Disney Plus, but it's an Australian Australian produced show. Oh, weird. Okay, that that makes more sense. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just surprised on Disney Plus then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, there's like a whole Facebook groups just dedicated to like Bandit the dad, and it's all like members of that are like real life dads, and it's it's just funny. Anyway, side tangent there. Um, anyway, going back to, uh, we were talking about Thor. Uh, oh yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Did you see that? Nope. I haven't seen that yet. It was a very, very long movie. Like three, four hours? No, it's like closer to two and a half to three. Okay. But it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I was really afraid when they introduced Namor, which is Marvel's version of Aquaman, Mm -hmm. that they would make him so similar to Aquaman. It looks like a copy. But um, they played ended up Jason making Momoa him as well. What was that? I said played by Jason Momoa as well. <laughs> That'd be funny. But um, no, they made him different. They made his origin different. Um, they made the underwater scenes a lot different with him. So it was cool. It was really good. Just an overly long movie. Yeah. That movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie had a very difficult time only because you know, um, they had to make a Black Panther movie without Chadwick Boseman and. They had to introduce a threat to the kingdom. That was a big enough threat because Wakanda is supposed to be the strongest in the world. So it was a very like hard movie to make, I think. Yeah, it sounds difficult. I, I think making a sequel, I find that sequels are always hard uh, to make good. Yeah. Because you have somehow like do something different that's engaging, well, maintaining some of the old stuff that was part of the one that made it new and fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to the television, we have one division kind of talked about that already. I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know like there's a 
mixed response about that one. But, um, I think the mixed response is because that touched a little bit into like racism and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I like the movie or the show. Um, Loki, you said was good. I agree. It's probably one of the best TV shows from yeah, Marvel. I love, yeah, I love Loki. Yeah. The way they, they had the variants, it was really cool too. Um, what if I liked it? I liked it. Only, only wish that it was uh, not animated. But obviously, the whole thing is it's animated. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hawkeye was okay. I, I think it could have been better. Did he play the piano in any of the episodes? Hawkeye was very forgettable. <laughs> but, but did so, he play the piano in any of that, like the skit? <laughs> well, that's my point. It was so forgettable, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like if he did, that's the one thing I would remember and everything else would probably be. <laughs> well, Haley Steinfeld was pretty good in Hawkeye. I, so. I didn't know she was part of it. Um, she she plays Kate Bishop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Kate Bishop in the comics is the, the next Hawkeye. Oh, got it. Yeah, so the Hawkeye show was more about Kate Bishop than than Clint Hawkeye. I mean, Clint Barton Hawkeye. Not that his name is Clint Hawkeye. That's a weird name. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's funny because like Clint Barton, the Hawkeye char- character, was on in all these movies, and he never got his own movie. And they're like, we're going to make a TV show. And they make a TV show. Still not about him. They <laughs> <laughs> use his name. That's about it. Yeah. Um, did you see Moon Knight? I did. Yeah, yeah. That was okay. I don't. It was like, yeah. I don't know. It was very weird. I didn't really enjoy it all the way. It was okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I I enjoyed it because of the psych stuff, like the way that they handled his multiple personalities, because that was just different, I guess. Yeah, like, I know. I agree. I think that part was cool. The perspective was really cool. But aside from that, I was like, yeah. The, the beginning was really cool and interesting, though. That's for sure. Did you watch uh, Miss Marvel? No, not yet. Okay. Exactly. I'll tell you something about it later. But there's like a spoiler about it that kind of hints at the future of Marvel. Okay. okay. And then uh, She-Hulk. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I think I watched that as just like a filler show and enjoyed it just for the silliness of it. So I was fine with it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the last episode where like she just totally blasted through your Disney Plus screen. I was like, that's creative. Yeah, I think that's that's like I know a lot of people they 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 have mixed reviews about the uh, about the last part, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's just a matter of like if you take the, the thing serious, if you take the show seriously or not. Because I didn't take the show seriously at all. So when it went above and, and just really was out there, it, it made more sense for me. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was about breaking the fourth wall. So <clears throat> I just hope that when they bring Deadpool in, that that She-Hulk and Deadpool meet somehow. Like, I really want that to happen. And then they both break the fourth wall and then they're like, wait a minute, you guys, you, you see them too? <laughs> like, it, it would just be so cool, like, for them to break the fourth wall together. Yeah, 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 I agree. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, um, so that was the all of Phase 4. Um, there was actually two more things in Phase 4. They were short specials that were one hour each. Uh, one of them was Werewolf by Night. Did you see that? No, not at all. Didn't know what that was about. Mm, yeah. So, Werewolf by Night is about a werewolf character in Marvel. And um, it was filmed in black and white. And they made it like a B-horror B movie. Like, it was... I don't know. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. 
because it made sense to to film it that way. Um, so yeah, if you can check it out, it's it's a, a inter- it's interesting. It's very different. It's different. Doesn't feel Marvel. Okay. Yeah, it didn't sound Marvel at all. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's weird because it's a werewolf and some swamp monsters and you know horror stuff. Um, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy they had a holiday special. Did you see that? No, I heard about it. I didn't know it was like a, a special. I thought it was just like one off, uh, thirty minutes or, or like ten minute thing. No, it's a forty minute thing. It was basically this. this the storyline is they're trying to kidnap Kevin Bacon. That's pretty much it. Kidnap oh. Kevin Bacon and make him a Christmas gift. Oh, oh, that, and, that's why. Got it. Yeah. And Kevin Bacon is in it playing Kevin Bacon. It's also really funny because um, Kevin Bacon um, is, uh, when they, they had a trailer for it, they were like, oh, I'm starring Star-Lord and starring Drax with Mantis. And then, and at the end, is and introducing Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, overall, um, I feel like Phase Four was okay, and I think it's okay because it was a time where they can be experimental and see what works and what doesn't, and then move forward from there. Because um, you definitely had a lot of experimental stuff during Phase Four. First of all, TV shows is brand new. Um, secondly, they just went all over the place with the type of stories they told. And then you got She-Hulk. So they were really experimental. So, um, and then also they just recently announced that they're going to reduce the amount of Marvel releases moving forward. So I think from what phase four was, you know, out there for, it allowed them to now focus in. Um, and I also think like people are complaining how phase four has no direction. Phase four doesn't really have, you know, overarching villain. Phase four doesn't really have a way where they're going. Well, of course, neither did phase one, phase one of Marvel. You didn't know about Thanos until the end of the Avengers movie in the post credit was when you saw Thanos for the very first time and he was CG and he didn't talk. So the entire phase one, you had no idea who Thanos was. So I think we're in phase four where we finished phase four. We kind of already know because we met who he who remains in Loki. Because he who remains one of the Kang variants, Kang is supposed to be the main villain of four, five, and six. So that's one thing I, I didn't really ag- agree with in people saying like phase four is lacking direction in the villain. I don't think so because when you compare to phase one, it's not that much different, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I mean, as somebody who don't know anything about the phases um, and, and what you said to me like makes a lot of sense and it sounds pretty... I like that idea more. I like that it's more variety. Uh, like you said, it's, it's just like breaking a, um, breaking the mold in a sense from like what you like the typical Marvel stuff, right? And then for me, uh, that's a lot more appealing um, than just to see like what's out there. Uh, seeing gauging like the demographics, like what what was uh, and getting the feedback of what was enjoyable, what was not enjoyable, and they and then with like what you mentioned with Phase Five being more honed in, I think that's a lot of a smarter idea just because like from, from my perspective like watching marvel stuff after a while it feels like very similar in a sense different obviously there's different uh background and whatnot but uh it just it never appealed to me because of how like i kind of know what to expect in a sense um and but then like you have shows like loki or or she hulk where it just goes or like even wonder vision that goes like 
very experimental in that sense. Uh, and I think that, that definitely appeals to me a lot more. Um, that, that's probably me why, like, I, I prefer watching a lot more foreign films than, like, Western films because Western films are very cookie cutter uh, to a set, uh, to a point where I can, like, I, I know what's going to be there. And I, the only reason I would watch it is because I feel like I just want to watch that type of thing at the minute. Um, but you don't get a lot of variations. And so that's why, like, uh, movies such as, um, into the Spider-Verse or like everywhere, uh, all, everything all at once. They're considered experimental, but like in like foreign films, like Spider-Verse, it's, it's like, it's been done in some of like, the things over there. It's just very new to the Western. And I'm glad that like it's this type of experimental style is being introduced to like the Western side of things. Uh, so like people are like more exposed to it and just like, Oh wow, there's, there's something new out there and people, and it prevents, um, kind of like Disney or, or just movies in general from going stale and saying, okay, this is what you can expect from this type of movie. This is like the, the formula. Uh, at least like you, you get more variation. So for me, I, I really enjoyed the, the variety, even though like some of it is hit or miss, but at the same time, you, you kind of know like what to do and what not to do, uh, later on, uh, at least like from, from like the from Disney perspective, they know they can say like, okay, this, didn't go too well this did really well maybe we'll do more of this for phase six or seven with like the the movies um yeah and, and like in terms of direction i me being not knowing not knowing much about the phases it i never knew what to expect in the first place so it, it there was never direction for me <laughs> yeah well i mean the, to your point you're talking about how um Everything is like very similar for you mm-hmm. and cookie cutter. And yeah, like going back and looking at the phase one, two, and three, everything episode endgame, for the most part, everything was cookie cutter because they found a formula that worked. And, you know, after endgame, it made a little sense for them to change it up since it was like now like a new beginning. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think, I think people are not, you know, in general, people don't like change, right? I think that's a little part of it. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. Like I can, I can see like, okay. So, you know, quantum mania just came out, right? It got like one of the lowest Rotten Tomato scores for, um, critics, uh, for a Marvel movie. It was like 40 something percent. Um, and if you look at the audience scores, it's like in the high eighties. So they had changed the way that they're making movies. I know a couple months ago, Kevin Feige had said something about like, they're not making movies for people who don't know the Marvel universe anymore. Now they're making movies for people. They expect them to know some of the background. Um, so ne- yeah, so now they've switched over to making f- movies for fans. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's hurting them for critical census. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um, and the other thing too uh, is Quantumania second weekend had a record-breaking biggest drop of movie tickets. Oh. Yeah, biggest drop from first to second. And... Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I I don't know. They were very experimental with this big of a movie to start off phase five, and um, it's I don't know. It's just very difficult to kind of even guess what's gonna happen or like what's good or what's not. Um, I want them to succeed. I want them to find a way to succeed, but like I also wanted to mitigate risk because something like a big failure like Quantumania, uh, from a critical side and you know box office side, 
that can stop or that can you know you know stop Marvel Universe or you know pause them or delay from releasing more movies you know things like that um i mean the nice thing is like you know when they had tv shows tv shows are a good way to be experimental because they're a lower budget mm-hmm. and lower risk then now they're doing movies like quantumania it's much higher risk of um of a failure be it by being experimental so i don't know i'm rambling because i don't really know what they're gonna do or what's gonna happen so yeah yeah i i mean it's i think normally i agree with you but because it's Disney and money is like no object for them. It's like the only thing that, that like you mentioned, uh, like where it was hurt, hurt them is just like publicity sort of thing. But it, it's Disney. They, they have the money and they could afford it. They could bounce back pretty easily, I would think. Uh, if it was like some yeah. unknown company or studio, then I was like, okay, yeah, did they, it's, it's a big gamble for them. Uh, but Disney is like, yeah, if they lose, they don't know. A like couple million, it's like, oh, it's okay. It's just pocket change for them. They make that much back in like a day of Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point because MCU is like under um, Marvel Studios, which is under Disney. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine Marvel would have been able to pull this off without being bought up by Disney. Oh yeah, but yeah. So well, so I'm not too scared financially for them. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess, uh, I guess that's our take. That's our take on PS4. Yep. All right. Um, hey, before we move on to game time, just want to mention, hey, did you know Universal Studios has Super Mario World or Land or thing open there right now? Oh, yeah, I remember I heard about it. I didn't know. I forgot it was with Universal Studios. I thought it was like someplace in Japan, though. No, Universal Studios here in LA. Like, oh. it's already open. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, something Ooh. to check out. I'm going to watch some videos of people going there because I can't go there right now. <laughs> like, ah, yeah, no, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm gonna like find all the 360 videos and watch them on my VR headset. <laughs> the closest thing. This is probably what happens now because I'm a parent. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you take your kid, put it under the VR headset as well. This is what you a phone course if you like. You imitate the feeling. Oh uh, yeah, so, just put her in the uh, one of those cardboard boxes. Yeah, and like have her like wear the uh, play the Mario Kart one, and then yeah. like, just shake the shake the box. Yeah, Make yeah. It seem like yeah. I, I do want to do that. Um, anyway, so we can move on to game time. Um, mm. What's a good game time? For How about, this is going to be hard, side characters from Phase 4. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do a timer. I'm just going to do one side character from each movie and then uh, see if you can get it. Oh, okay. God, it's going to be hard. Go ahead. Side character or main character? I don't know. Um, this character is the sister of Black Widow. I don't know the name. I remember the face. Oh. I actually forgot her name too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I found it. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a shame. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna make guesses now. Um. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking of a, a, a venomous spider. <laughs> um. No. No. She doesn't have a, a superhero name. It's just oh, her name. Dang it. Fine. Uh. It's a Russian name. I, mean, I, was, I was thinking like I'm trying to think of all the Russian names like. Uh, Vanya. No, you got the R right. It's uh... <laughs> you, Vanya. <laughs> it's uh, Yelena. Oh, no one knew yeah. that. Okay. Um, another side character from Black Widow. Uh, this guy is Captain America's equivalent, but for Russia. Let's see. 
I'll give you some clues if you need it. Soviet. Captain Soviet. <laughs> no. Uh, what what color is Russia? Like, what color is associated with Russia? Like the flag, like white, blue, red? Yeah, you know, it's it's red, right? So oh. the character's name is has the word red in it. So let's go. No, wait. Red. He protects Russia. So what's red. a... Red protector. So, Not protector. What's another job in which you protect things? Red bodyguard. Ah, oh, so close. Not so, bodyguard. Red guard. <laughs> That's the closest you'll probably get. It's red guardian. Oh, guardian. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, this is the nickname of Shang Chi's father. Oh, I forgot the name. What was his name? Uh, it has something to do with the nine rings, right? The rings? Mm, no, it's actually oh. ten rings, but no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, ten rings. Um, so there's his real name, which is used in the movie, but he also mentions that he's been known by many names in the past. Yeah. One of his many names is a very like racist-sounding name because it's literally just saying what his nationality is. Chinese... Um, fighter. You're, you're close. Asian fighter. No, is What? What's what's an orange? An Asian orange? Oh, the Mandarin. Yes, the Mandarin. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, Jamie Fox plays this character in Spider-Man. Electro. Yes, Electro. Um, this girl in Doctor Strange shoots. No, no, she creates portals. That are shapes of stars. Shape of stars. Uh, oh, you haven't seen the movie, right? Stellar something. Stellaris. No, her name is America Chavez. Oh. <laughs> um. Let's see. Christian Bale played this character in Thor: Love and Thunder. Hmm. Remember you talked about it earlier. What was? You see, so something he was it's like a bad guy, evil guy. His name rhymes with Thor. Uh. Core. So close. It's Gore. Gore. Dang it. <laughs> His name is Gore. Gore the God Butcher. Oh. Uh, let's see. And then this is the name of the Aquaman knockoff. Oh, Not knockoff, but equivalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he just told me what, what I forgot. Um, it's like the, the Marvel Aquaman, right? Yeah. Uh, Namor? Namor? Yeah. Uh, Namor. So. I don't know what the right pronunciation is. I think in the comics it's Namor, but I think in the movie it's Namor. Oh. So Namor, Namor like had an origin for his name in the comics different than the movie. The movie was like, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. You're gonna watch it yourself. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's a different origin of the name. So then it made it more correct to say it as Namor. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, let me let me do a few more from the TV side. Um, this guy is the Kang variant. From Loki. He who should not be named or something like that. What? Not Voldemort? What the? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, I, have, I, forgot, I forgot the name. Oh, my God. Um, uh, but, uh, what's his name? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I mean, you're on the right track. That's what I thought of, too, he, when I first heard. He who remains. <laughs> yes. He who remains. <laughs> and shall not be named. 
I mean, we technically don't know his name, so he doesn't have one. Yeah. Uh, how about the robot that was able to get all the Infinity Stones in What If? Uh, it was Vision, right? Um, yeah, was... I mean, that's fine. Vision, but it was actually Ultron in Visions. Ultron, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I got one more. What's the name of the god that gave Moon Knight's powers? Is it, is it Anubis? No. No, it's not Anubis. No, what is it? He's the moon god. Anubis is not the moon god. Uh, let's see. Anubis is like the death god or hell god or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was seeing Robert Ross is some god. Uh, I think I enjoyed Moon Knight a lot because I like Egyptian mythology too. Like from Stargate yeah. and everything. No, that, 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 that one was pretty cool. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I, I like that part as well. Like the Egyptian uh, god stuff. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I need a hint. Um, let's see. I don't know how to give a hint for this. It's an Egyptian <laughs> word. Um, what are you wearing your feet? Shoes. Okay, that's the second syllable of his name. Okay. And the, the thing that you just said right now is the first letter. K. <laughs> okay. K shoe. Okay. What'd you say? Uh, I said cashews, but that's that's the nut. So if you had said his name, but you had like a nasal congestion, it would actually come out as cashew. Oh. Cashew. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you did have nasal congestion, it would come out as cashew. Oh, cashew. Yeah, it's cashew. It's country. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Cool. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. I, I don't have any more. So, uh, you have anything to promote? Uh, nope. I think that's not that I remember. No. All right. Cool. Well, no time for time travel. Signing off. Hurry, going more speed. See ya. Bye. I love, 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 I